Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is July 6th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready and PC does conduct conference calls, Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlibrary.com. For the people who are in the conference call, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hands. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Rakesh? Hello, Rahul. This is Vijay Prakash. Uh, yes, Vijay. So um, I downgraded from EB2 to EB3 and uh, nice. with approval. And mm-hmm. uh, current uh, date, uh, priority date is 2012 December, which is uh, uh, prior, okay, now in EB3. Uh, so uh, my, uh, so I just uh, went for a prior premium processing and I wait, it's 10 days now. So I'm waiting for, uh, not heard anything yet, but probably they have accepted it. So probably within three, four days, I will get it. Uh, so, so should I send the medical now or wait for the RFE? I, I, that's your choice. I recommend you do, but if you don't, you're not doing anything illegal. That's for sure I can tell. Okay, because as far as EB3, the priority date is current for me. I, so I know I, it's your choice, sir. It's your choice. This is oh. my recommendation. Please don't argue with me. It's just like a color is green. I like green color. Some people like pink color. That's up to them. This is oh. my preference, though. I get a lot of comments on that. Why are you telling? I won't do it. You're wasting my money. It's up to you. Okay. I don't care about your money. Your $500 is gone. I don't care. Uh, I want you, if your green card is given to you 10 years before, I would like it because there's a chance that you will get it. So it's your choice. That's my recommendation. I'm not going to keep answering that question, sir. Okay. Sorry. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Next person. Sidya? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, Thank you so much for what you're doing. So sure. my priority date is July 31st, 2012. Uh-huh. So we did not downgrade in October 2020 because of some other reasons. Now that uh, our final action dates are currently... I want to know the reasons. I don't know. My husband uh, wasn't ready that <laughs> we should have. Uh, oh, very so you mean to say... That... Because I need to know whether you're still regretting or you're... No, I'm proud about my decision. No, I am regretting, my, but my husband is not. <laughs> So uh, now that our final action dates are current in EB3, we are doing concurrent filing of our I-140 and 485 in EB3. So, so my question why is, is he doing right now? Why is why did not he do before? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so okay. whatever. Uh, if my final action dates become current in EB2, before the EB3 I-140 approval, 
uh, what should I do? I mean, do I have to intrify? I mean, jump no, back? no, 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 no. First, you have to get the I one forty approval of EB three. Mm -hmm. You have to get it. Okay. Okay. Then why do you have to mix them with EB two? You already have the EB three current. Yes, but uh, no, we are concurrently filing. So uh, you we told me that. So, so, so it, you already reached the destination. See, the, if both dates are current, first of all, you have to get the I one forty approval of EB three. Okay. E okay. Okay. Once the I one forty EB three is approved, okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you have a chance of doing interfiling. Oh, only if it is approved, then we have to interfile. Then you have a chance of interfiling. Now, mm -hmm. once it is approved, tell me the reason why you need to interfile. Oh, okay. No, because I thought EB two I one forty is already approved, so I. I know, but you, the basis of filing the four eight five is EB three. If that is not approved, your sure four eight five should be denied, automatically denied. So you need the I one forty approval of EB three. You got it? Okay. So in our case, uh, if it is uh, if it is current, uh, if uh, even if uh, final action dates or uh, in EB two becomes current, uh, I mean, irrespective of that, uh, do you want us to like you know after months or something? Do you want us to file in uh, premium processing for? Uh, EB three I one forty. File in normal processing, convert mm -hmm. into premium processing after you get the receipt notice, and uh -huh. don't do any interfiling. Stay there, get the green card with EB three. So we'll get EB three uh, sooner than the EB two, even if EB two becomes current. It looks like ninety nine percent of the time. If you look into it, it looks like that. If by any chance, EB three goes back and EB two becomes current for you. Contact me at that time. I will tell you what to do. Okay. 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 Next person is. I mean, thank you. There's a million dollars on the table. You're leaving, and then you're going to the hundred thousand. Doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, yeah. next person, please. Ashwin. Hi. Uh, thanks, uh, Rahul, for uh, doing this. Uh, appreciate it. Um, my my situation is I uh, worked for a company um, uh, back in 2012. They had uh, filed for my I-140. It is approved. Um, now I've moved on. I'm in a different job, and and that company was uh, bought out by two other companies. Um, so whoever is current owner is proposing to give me a job. So I'm I'm considering going back to that company. Um, is it possible for me to continue the process with my I-485 in a in in that situation? And uh, what are some of the, uh, you know, do I have to file any adjustment of, uh, you know, for my I-140? Do I need to do any uh, amendments to it uh, to support the I-485 process? So they did not withdraw the I-140? No, they did not. What's the priority date? August 2012. Is it EB2 or EB3? EB3. Slam dunk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, it's a home uh, run. Okay, okay, so... No, uh, just file 485. You need okay. help, you can contact us, but go with the company's lawyer, nothing wrong. Okay. The company didn't do anything wrong? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> not not uh, that I know of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so can, can this be based on the future employment or you know, does it need to be that I need to join them right away before I can... No, no, you can file the 485 right now and join them later on too. Okay. That's up to the company. That's okay. up to whatever the company wants it. Okay. Whatever the company wants it. 
Sure, sure. No, but then uh, my job profile has changed, uh, even though I'm still uh, uh, at the in same level. In 12 years, in, yeah. in, 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 in 10 years, you think right. so that same Java 2.6 will sure. still exist? Sure, probably not. It won't exist. Yeah, yeah. most probably yeah. not. Okay, so do so I need... Nothing, as long as you're in the software profession, you're good. But if you become a lawyer like me, and then they're, they're, they're expecting you to work as a lawyer as a feature, no. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, uh, for the successor of interest, um, do we need to do... Where is the successor of interest? Because the, the first company got bought out by another company, which then followed by company C. And I'm going to go back to company C now. Um, it's not... Company A is no more. Um, they are already. Sold. I got it. Uh, yeah. yeah, they have to file an I one forty eight for it for you. I see. I see. And so, then somebody needs to look into. You can speak to the company lawyer. Were there any company A's I one forties that they got it? Uh, they were able to. Uh, uh, is there any I one forties that they're able to do the successful interest? If they're successful in one case, they'll be successful in ninety nine percent of the time. Every other case. I see. I see. So this entails me redoing the I-140, so to speak. That's right. That's a hurdle for you. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Amar. Hey, Rahul. Uh, I have a related wife. So she's on H4. She wants to invest in real estate by being a passive member of a LLC, which has mm -hmm. other primary member who has a valid H4 EAD. So is that mm -hmm. something she can do? Yeah, she can do. Okay. Is there will be any legal uh, issues like if in no. case some dispute happened between the primary member of the LLC? I'm, I'm speaking only immigration though. I'm not speaking about the dispute here. Disputes are not my issues. As far as immigration okay. is concerned, can she invest in a passive uh, LLC real estate? The answer is yes. Especially in the real estate kind of thing. Yes. And she doesn't have an uh, SSN, but still she can be... Your, that's fine. Your mom from India can invest in it. Okay. Thank you. Naveen. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for conducting the call. Uh, my priority date is uh, 2015 November EB3. EB2, sorry. So can I, uh, because EB3 dates are moving. So can I do a downgrade of my 140 right now? Or can I, and I wait uh, until like that means if it becomes uh, uh, the priority date becomes uh, 2015 and then do I-485 uh, and both at the same time. That's, that's your choice. If I were you, I would prepare the I-140, file an I-140, make it ready. And once um, uh, once the priority date becomes current, then you have option whether to go with EB2 or EB3, whichever comes first, I'll go with it. Which most probably looks to be EB3, but who knows? I can go. Yeah, that's there. what. Like I contacted my lawyer. He he's, he mentioned the similar thing, like saying like uh, uh, we can switch, uh, but uh, as possible as don't do that one because sending notices to UCA is declaring which petition they have to take. Uh, so sometimes challenging. So that's the reason I'm just asking. No, there's nothing challenging. You can file both. We have switched so many times to people. Nothing wrong with it. So, so I would recommend that you do file downgrade right now. But it doesn't mean that you're stuck with EB3. You can do with EB3 or EB2 also. Oh, so I can downgrade it right now? I can do it in premium, yes? No, we do not recommend in premium because your labor certification has expired. Okay. Yeah, I have the only one labor, yes. So so I can just downgrade it and then just wait. But but 
and then after if uh, in november or october november or later like that means it be, ev3 becomes uh, the priority date becomes so that i can say okay. like hey uh, use my i485 with this ev3 and then i'm good that's right next person please thank you rahul prem prem okay uh, thank you rahul and uh, uh, thank you for your uh, service i've got a, a a general nature question so looking at the current rate the way uh, uscis is processing green cards it seems like there will be some wastage by the end of this uh, fiscal year um gatri can you keep that link uh, all the three details at the bottom please sure Rahul. yeah so so if that's the case and if say for example they are still going with the same pace although charlie is saying that in q4 they'll pick up uh i mean what he's implying uh, but if the pace remains same and there is a wastage of about 50 50000 green cards this year so do we still see any dates moving forward uh in uh, next fiscal year my question is more specific i i, I got your point 2016 what, what what you're telling is that what if they waste all the green cards they're supposed to get it right would the date still move going back to history yeah i think so he can he has he has the authority to move the dates drastically he has authority in 2007 though he got so mad because they were not adjudicating the application because he's responsible for the congress he made everybody current everybody current everybody and believe me we call 911 in our office Wow. people stormed in because they fly from different places and then they just came in of course the phones were ringing and emails were banging us and we are not responding we call 911 we told we call the police to get them away uh this is in june of 2007 wow so uh yeah it could happen it could happen yeah. the, the, this guy the, the congress has authority uh, to question this guy and he's scared of it and that's the reason i want you to write a letter to the congressman that i put it at the bottom sure. um and i also want you to write a question to the uh, to the visa uh, bulletin i i put it in the chat there at the bottom though okay, okay. it's there on uh, on our youtube channel when i'm putting those things i'm please write a letter to your congressman send a copy of that to joey lafren write a letter to the visa bulletin so that in the august visa bulletin our questions will be taken as a priority gotcha and i have a follow up question which i uh, which came up by joining the conference calls and uh, so some people are saying my adjustment of status uh, application uh, was not accepted before and then it was accepted what 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 does that mean so can they not accept the uh, 485 application and wh- why would they what do? what what happened in in october of september of 2020 was that the priority date becomes current somewhere in 24th of the month and october was a filing date right and some of the lawyers remember i called 911 in 2000 this time i didn't Uh, but still our response time and certain other things were very slow obviously and some of the law firms said we can't handle you go wherever you want to yeah. i mean it's better that they tell you upfront so that you de- deal with your case right and these people were frantic and people like us we only did for our own clients we didn't took it from outside 
So they found all these lawyers who are family immigration, non-immigration, they practice accidents, they practice everything, and they practice immigration law too. Immigration law is very broad. It has too many things in it. Only 15% of the immigration comes from the business immigration. So they went to these immigration lawyers, they filed a 485 application, which they don't know how to file it. So they got their 485 rejected because of wrong filings. Now for that though, I do recommend people in this who are listening to it. If you want as our office to work on 485, we charge very minimal amount of money right now. Oh, we charge more, we are not cheap guys, okay? (laughs) Uh, but we will give you the full installment that you need to pay us in September, not right now. But we'll prepare the entire application, make it ready to go to USCIS, put in the FedEx envelope, but won't FedEx it unless you pay us the money when the prior date becomes correct. Okay. So you can send an email to info at rnlockgroup.com if anybody wants to use us. Next person. Good questions. Next person, please. Ginil? Hi, Rahul. Thank you for the call. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hi. Uh, I'm currently on a valid H-1B visa, which is valid until Jan of 2024. And mm-hmm. I have applied for I-485 using my spouse as principal applicant. Mm-hmm. Um, in our case, biometrics appointment is completed in June of this year. Um, and um, my spouse's company has always used your firm for all their immigration purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, my question is, um, I plan to quit work in next few weeks due to uh, family reasons. Uh, do I have to apply for H-4 visa to stay in U.S.? Or is I-140 I- I- approved for your husband? Um he downgraded from EB2 to EB3 and it is not approved yet. He is uh, in the process of doing premium processing. Probably it will take a week or so. I would recommend it to move to the H4 though until I-140 is approved. Okay. Okay. Sure. And there okay. is a separate conference call for our clients and for uh-huh. the people whom we filed a 485. It's about 145 on oh. Wednesdays though. That's only for... Uh, our clients. So you don't have to come to these kind of conference calls where you may get your turn or not. Okay, sure. So, so when is it on Wednesday again? Wednesday at one forty-five. The email was been sent to your husband. Okay, thank you so much, sir. Next pers- person, please. Apurva? Uh, hello, Rahul Garu. Um, I'm actually on my F1 visa right now and uh, I mean, it expired my stem opt and uh, we have applied for h1 last year and my lottery got picked in second lottery in august mm-hmm. and my uh, application was still in process i didn't get my uh, h1 approval yet we filed the premium last week and my stem opt was ended like on sunday so i was not sure whether i'm uh, eligible for let me ask you this question you filed H-1B in August of 2020. Why didn't you do premium processing all these months? Um, actually, I thought I have nine months, so I didn't oh, do the come premium. come on. Come on. 
Uh, guys, anybody who can do premium processing, you should do premium processing, unless it hurts you sometimes, especially for the I-140 of teenage kids, for amendments, it's not required. But go ahead with your question. So you filed a premium processing, your STEM extension expired when? Sunday. Last okay. Sunday, I'm So you cannot work because you don't have cap cap right now. So I'm not eligible for cap cap this year? You're not eligible for cap cap because cap cap is for this year. It was filed last year though. Okay, so okay. You, you just have to wait for the I-140 approval, now, uh, the H-1B approval right now. Okay, yeah, sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Big Kumar. Why, why did you realize I'm two months before? Uh, it doesn't. Next person, please. Hey, Rahul, belated uh, birthday wishes. This is Arun Kumar Raja from Sugarland. So my question is, I, I applied a, a downgrade uh, my priority date is March 2013. I applied in premium just last week and it got approved. So my question is, normally for I-140 to be, uh, I-140, we wait after six months after approval for any moment, right? After uh, I-140 is approved. So this case, I've noticed some a uh, couple of times you mentioned when you filed, did you I, did you file you filed the 485 in October, right? Yes, yes, sir. Now that rule of six months is not applicable. If you want to change the job right now, go do it. So we don't have to wait till I140 is approved for 180 days. No, may sir. know why? May know why it's not applicable? That's the rule is for porting the date. The rule is for the rule is for extending the H1B. Okay, so mm -hmm. you told me your I-140 was approved before this one is right? Yeah, in 2013, my first I-140 was approved. And after that is approved, you didn't move out of the company for a period no. of six months, is right? No, till today I'm there. Well, that ends it. Okay, okay. That ends it. There are two, you, you don't need two tickets to heaven. You only need one ticket to heaven. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, okay. Next person, please. Anamika. And we do, we do that uh, in, in, in cases of EB1, though, in some of the cases, though, I mean, for Indian nationals, this I-140 for 180 days is approved. But believe me, 50% uh, of the green cards, that are, I would say, 80% of the green cards are given to non-Indian nationals, though. And then even for the first time also, they don't have to wait for, once they file the 485, that six-month rule is not applicable. Go ahead, uh, next caller. Hey Rahul, hi, good morning. Um, so my situation is like that. I work for some other company currently and my EV2 was with my old company. They downgrade to EV3. I filed 485 in October, 2020. Everything got approved. Like iPhone 40 got approved just now. I did premium processing based on your da suggestion. <laughs> damn to those people who said premium processing will not be approved, okay. Yeah, so everything is done, but now my question is like, should I work for my previous employer or should I go ahead and do the 485J with my current company? Um, do either of those things. Okay. Do either of those things. I'm fine with either, but don't sit down and not do either of those things. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. And again, I wanted to check like if I continue with my current employer, there is a clause for intent to join. So that will not You intend to join until today. You changed it tomorrow. Okay. So that, there right? will not be any problem at the time of citizenship or something like that. No, right? 
No, I just wanted to I make sure. So. Yeah, that's perfect. And it's yeah. easy, just 485J form. Is there anything else I need to do? No, ma'am. It's very easy. Get a copy of the I-140 petition filed by the company. The link is provided at the bottom to you. Um, you know, just as a backup, you know, just to have the extra documentation. Go ahead, file a 485J yeah. supplement. You're free to do whatever you want to. You don't have to wait for six months. All right. Yeah, it's already been six months, so I should be fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not some people were telling I-140 more than six months is right. That's not applicable to you. You can okay. move right now. Yeah, all right. Next, Thank you so much. Next person, please. Uma? Uma? Anjali? Hi, uh, can you hear me? Yes, Uma. We can hear you, sir. Uh, hi, uh, this is uh, her uh, husband. So sure. we have a quick question on uh, H1. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm working for company A on H1, uh, valid till next year. Uh, and I have valid visa stamp and a US citizen kid. So I'm in the process of accepting an offer from company B. So if I travel to India now, while I'm in India, can I accept the offer and work for company B? And can I like uh, come to US on company B's H-1 approval with company A's visa stamp when I'm still... So let me understand, uh, you definitely are exempt from the travel ban because you have a US citizen children, that far, I know that. Now the question is that at the time when you're trying to come back to United States, would you, uh, would you already have the company B's H-1B approval? So that's my question, when I'm, while I'm in India, company B can do the H-1 transfer and they can do the premium. They can. They can do the cost processing. But I would rather want you to have the resolution done before you go rather than after you go. Because what if there is an RFE? Yes, I understood. Okay. Or you come back and do it. Now, the question is that if you have the H-1B approval with company B, can you travel back into United States with company A's H-1B approval uh, stamped, stamped in the passport? The answer is yes, you can. But my only problem is if you don't have company B's approval, you will be in trouble. Oh, yes. Okay, I understood. Thank you very much. Okay. Next and person, can I please. another question on 485? Go ahead. Okay, uh, so... We did uh, EB2 to EB3 last October and my priority date is current now. And uh, I-140 approved with premium, uh, biometrics and medical center, everything is done. My question is, if we are in India, if the green card is approved, Firstly, you have an advanced parole right now. No, we went to in India in uh, February and came back and our advanced yeah. parole application was like kind of wide. Right? Okay, got the point. Uh, okay. Uh, that makes sense why you want to file H-1B. Um, we, uh, what happens if your green card is approved when you're outside the country? Especially for my is wife. It, so let me ask you, let me ask you another question. Is your EAD approved? No, not yet. Biometrics and medicals done. Okay. Um, we have not seen any problem in people traveling on advanced parole when the green card is approved when they are outside the country, though. I don't know if that is applicable the same way for H-1B. We are yet to see, though. 
but if you are the guinea pig for me please let me know what happened <laughs> sounds good thank you very much next person please because i use this conference call to get gain knowledge to you uh, sorry about that sure sure next yeah. anjali anjali sv yes yes go ahead sv sv yes can you hear me yes sv go ahead rahul yes sv go yes, ahead uh, i work in company a uh, right now and um, my company is being uh, merged with a company b so the company b is yet to file the green card application can i use the experience that i gained in company a to be able to file green card for the future position with the company b so like company b is like merging with company a and the company a name is going to become company b so company a's name is going to become company b's name now that's correct and they're legally I, merging i would be i would be a little bit more precautionary though and not use the experience with company a especially the name being the same uh, the name will become company b so the oh the name will become company b oh sorry 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 and the company b um, tax id number will be different than company a yes yes okay company i got b the point i thought that the company a's will be the uh, uh, company a's will be the uh, the company a's will be the na uh, name okay in that case you can use company a's experience i don't see any problem okay thank you last caller for today guys spandana hi rahul thank you for taking the call a uh, quick question uh, so my h4 ed is uh, getting delayed for approval uh, and my 485 also uh, ed is also pending uh, So I was just wondering. I might lose. I might lose my job because of that. So I was just wondering if we can apply for COVID forbearance program and if it will have any impact in my green card. COVID what program? Uh, forbearance program. Okay, educate me. Oh, it's uh, a program where you can uh, get a temporary relief on the mortgage payments. Uh. No, ma'am. I don't want you to do any of those things. Okay. All right. Definitely not. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, the next conference call. Um, I noticed some people put in there that they send letters to the the, the senators. Believe me, tomorrow I am going to address those people. Only those who people who have sent letters to senators and congressmen. For somehow I forgot it. Sorry about that. But next time I I, I will give preference to those people who send letters to the congressmen. for all those people who are waiting for the priority date please follow the directions there and send letters so that we need to get these people green card faster thank you guys for coming in
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Oh, 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 oh